Hi, fitness business secrets listeners. Today, we are going to talk to one-on-one in-person trainer turned online trainer, Pamela Cairo. You'll learn the low-tech way she trains and keeps her clients engaged and very happy. No software apps needed. You'll also learn the five-minute simple but brilliant method she uses to stay on the minds of clients who have opted not to train online with her. You'll also learn how she creatively set up her program so that current clients would be open to training online and the ones that did were happy to pay the same weekly payment each week. Finally, at the end of the show, I'm going to share some additional tips in providing more value to your clients with less time. Stay tuned. Fitness coaches get more clients by learning the secret techniques successful trainers and gym owners are using to grow their business in person and online. Create multiple streams of income by training clients online, selling challenges, and growing your membership. This is the Fitness Business Secrets Podcast, and I'm your host, Christy Oshita. I've built two fitness businesses to about a half million dollars each by improving marketing, sales, and operations. Let's grow your sales and your clients. Hey, Fitness Business Secrets listeners. Before we get to the show, here's something I've been working on. Hey, FBS listeners. Oh, that stands for Fitness Business Secrets. I just wanted to share with you where I am with the Immunity Boost Fitness Challenge that I've been talking about. Well, we just launched our Facebook group, Fitness Business Secrets, of course, and I would love for you to join the group. One of the key topics that I will be teaching in this group is how to launch and grow your online fitness business and how to even use this to blow up your business when the quarantine is over. I'm so excited to get the group going that I'm actually going to offer a complimentary live training program and mastermind on how to launch and grow your online fitness business with this Immunity Boost Fitness Challenge. The live training will only be available to the first set of listeners who join the group, so make sure to go to facebook.com right now and search Fitness Business Secrets, join the Facebook group, you'll definitely be approved, and I can't wait to support you in your journey and to give me feedback on, you know, how the course goes for you. See you in the group. Today, my guest is Pamela Cairo. She is the owner of Body by Pamela, located in New Hyde, New York, which does personal training and semi-private group training. With a full schedule of clients back-to-back, she had found her sweet spot with her business. However, recently, as many of us trainers can relate, with COVID-19 recently, she had a scramble to change her business model to hang on to her clients and her revenue. Pamela is not new to challenge. She has and continues to work with lupus and Sjogren's disease. So in today's interview, Pamela is going to tell us how despite being a non-techie, she claims, she's quickly turned her business into an online-only training business with many satisfied customers. Hey, Pamela, how are you doing? Thanks for joining us. Hi, Christy. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. So yeah, if you could just start off, I'm, you know, how did you start your business and how did you get into personal training? Well, fitness has always been a lifestyle for me. I've always been active. Um, but like you said, I started as a dancer, both ballet and lyrical and the importance of being in shape and the importance of unfortunately looking the part of the dancer of the fitness trainer. And that has always been a big issue for me. Um, Also, as you mentioned, I had an eating disorder. And, you know, we eat, 
we work out and it goes hand in hand. And, you know, it's just a passion for me. I truly enjoy fitness. I love working out and I love training clients. And um, when I became a fitness trainer, I found out that, you know, as women and even men, we all struggle with body image. And just the feeling that it gives you when you work out mentally is just so beneficial. And uh, it's a no-brainer for me. I am truly blessed to be able to do this every day and get paid for it. <laughs> I just love it. That's how it started. That's really how it all started for me. Okay, awesome. All right. And then so you became a trainer. And how did you tr start your, your private training uh, business? Word of mouth, it started with me. I've been in and out of many gyms. And then I started training clients one-on-one. -on -one. I would start traveling to their homes. It started off in affluent areas here in New York, Brookville and Garden City and Great Neck. And um, I would get one good client. And with that one good client, she would recommend me to other people and I would hop around the neighborhoods actually. I would drag my equipment with me and I would just write programs. I really enjoy writing programs and I would personalize them to each client. And that really took off. That really took off. I like to get creative with my programs. I think out of the box. And when the, you have a time frame that you have to be in and out of somebody's house, I would make fast and efficient programs for them, and the results were, were just coming quickly. And then what started happening is, is that I started getting more and more clients, and I just couldn't really squeeze them in traveling here, there, everywhere. So it was actually my husband's idea to turn my basement into a studio. It's a, it's a decent-sized studio. And then I started targeting the people in my area, which I am a middle-income area. New Hyde Park is not affluent. You know, we do well. So I started targeting those clients, and I wanted it to be financially doable for them. So instead of making my sessions so long and extreme, I compacted my sessions into a half-hour session. This way, I, could, I changed the price so it was affordable for them but I maximized the amount of clients I could get in a day. And also it was word of mouth. And I do a lot of people in my area, in the surrounding areas. And it really, luckily for me, it really just took off. It wasn't that difficult. It took some time, but I, I've gotten to the place where I'm comfortable and it works well and the clients love it. Yeah, that's awesome. So what happened to the clients that were a bit farther? Did you continue to train them? Uh, some of them came to still come to me. Others just no, because I guess it's, it was just a different type of clientele. They wanted me to continue traveling to them. They have large, very beautiful gyms in their home. And I really couldn't do the two. I can't travel and I can't be here at the same time. It's, you can't be in two places at once. So the yeah. ones that came to me and it was a good handful. I still continue to do and the ones that didn't, you know, either they moved on with other trainers, I moved on. Mm -hmm. I like to think of it that way. Sure. Yeah. Okay. So great. So is your, so your studio is, is that the, your basement studio? Yeah, but it's a decent mm -hmm. size. I'm also a hairstylist. So for mm -hmm. me, this worked out well that I can 
do hair. I could train my clients and I can mm-hmm. also do hair because I have a hair salon in the house too. So oh, wow. this was actually just a no brainer for me. So I train my clients. I kick their butts with boot camp and then I highlight their hair. And <laughs> so it works out really <laughs> well for me. Nice. I do one-on-one. Most of my clients are standing appointments. They train with me two to three times a week. They have their times and their days set with me. And sometimes if they're, because a lot of my clients are intertwined, they're either family members or they're friends because it was a word of mouth business that started. So once in a while, I'll train two people together. What I do do in the summer a lot outside of my studio is I'll do boot camp. So I can't say I don't do fitness classes and group classes. I do, but those are more scheduled. They, they're more of an event for me than a regular thing because I really can't fit comfortably more than two to three people in my studio at once and have it benefit them. So that's how it works for me. Oh, I see. And so I guess in your market, since I know you mentioned that it's sort of just medium income, how much do you charge for the half hour one-on-one? I charge $25. I am very reasonable. I charge $25 for a half hour one-on-one. But for me, I easily am booked up with eight sessions a day. And that's comfortable for me. That, that, that works. However, with, you know, this crisis that's going on that has definitely changed. You know, I think for all of us, we've all been affected by this. Yeah, absolutely. And, and so I know that you mentioned when it gets warm outside, you'll do a boot camp. How much would you charge for the boot camp? I'm really gracious about people coming to me. We call it a backyard boot camp or once in a while I'll take it to the park and I really only charge them $10 each, but my Mm -hmm. What I get is I normally get at least 20 girls, you know, 10, 20 girls around that range. If it's a park, I will normally get more. So I'm happy with that. That works yeah. well for me. That seems to be pretty good. 20 people. Great. And just curious, how much, how large is your basement or the area for um, uh, training? I never took the square footage. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I have one wall and I have a decent amount of equipment. Um, We use weighted bars. I have six of the stability balls. We use weighted balls. I have dumbbells for everybody. I've got six. mm, I got a decent amount of kettlebells and different weights. You know, it's large enough to comfortably train two girls together and do Mm -hmm. CrossFit style training sessions, which is what I do, we, we go from weights to floors, to bars, to balls. And, you know, I usually do three rounds of everything and it comes out. So usually between a half hour and 40 minutes. So I don't know if you can visualize how big that would be, but it's possible. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm just kind of curious because I think that sounds like a good setup for a lot of people to have a basement gym. So is that, I'm it's trying ideal. to. Yeah. Is that like, would you say it's about the size of a two car garage or bigger? No. Okay. The act, no, not bigger. Not bigger. The actual okay. space. Now let me walk around and see. And plus I have my Peloton down here, which that's a whole different conversation. That's okay. the most <laughs> wonderful thing in the world. I would say you could comfortably fit one car into my basement. 
Mm. So it's, wow, it's not enormous. It certainly isn't enormous, but it gets the job done. Mm-hmm. There was one time when I first started training clients downstairs and they were not, they were not small women. They were nice, you know, curvy mm-hmm. women, nice sized women that I was training four women at a time. And it was done. It, we, we certainly did it, but I felt as far as the cardio goes, the moving around and even with the weight bars, the size of them, we had to juggle, but I got the job done. I mean, we did it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nice. So it sounds like if someone was thinking about in the future doing a garage or basement studio, you really don't need a lot of space. You really don't. I mean, there's a really great gym by me called Asylum, and they are working out of a garage. Mm -hmm. But you get creative. I mean, especially if it's outdoors, they have their clients running around the neighborhood and, you know, flipping tires and whatever it is. You really don't need a lot of space, which, I mean, right now I've moved my clients to online and they're working out with me in their kitchens you do what you got to do. I mean, when it comes to fitness, if you're motivated and you're focused and yeah. you're determined, you know, you know, you don't really need a lot of room. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's awesome. For the pricing, how did you price uh, a semi-private with, let's say four people, or let's say there's two people and let's say, well, if there's two mm-hmm. people, yeah. go ahead. Oh yeah. Two people. And then assuming, are they still doing half hours or, or do you do half hour two peoples and one hour two peoples? I prefer only because I'm busy and I am juggling two businesses. So I like a half hour. And quite frankly, my clients are spent. They're done. After a half hour with me, they're crawling out of here. So the job is being done in a half hour. My theory on it is if you can sustain an hour of what I'm tossing at them, then they're not working out hard enough. <laughs> so I really, really get it to them in a half hour and there's no complaints. So to answer your question with two clients, I give them a break. I really, my, my thought on this is I want to be affordable. I don't want to toss prices at them that they can't afford and then they're going to not come. So for two clients, I charge them each $20 and I'm still making out $40 out of that class, which I'm perfectly fine with. I don't have a problem with that. Yeah. Okay. That yeah, that is pretty that's that I mean, because then you put it together as an eight. If you I mean an hour, four people, I mean two people for that that then you can get eighty dollars. So I think a lot of people would be yeah. pretty happy with that. Yeah. I mean, when I was traveling to my clients in the areas, I mean, this was back in the day when it was an hour training session. I, I don't really think too many people even push the hour in 45 minutes. But when I was traveling to their homes and I was giving them a full hour of my time, I was getting 125 yeah. per client. Yeah. And then when we scaled back or if I jumped, if it was a recommended client and I was going from house to house that I didn't have to travel the distance, I was really just going door to door. Then I dropped them down to $80 a session. For example, I had one client who I was traveling to her five days a week. So I gave her a break and even that was $60 a session per day. Hmm. So, but it was a totally different situation. I can't compare the two because I'm not traveling. I'm traveling down my stairs. I mean, 
And I take that into consideration. You know, they're traveling to me. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, I really like that model. So that sounds really interesting. But then I guess, you know, now we're in our situation, well, like you mentioned, where it's really stressful for a lot of these, uh, a lot of the trainers who have either in-person or they work at a club. So tell me, how did that look like to you? When did you start to do online training? And when did it occur to you that you may need to accelerate your online training business? Well, it I really jumped on it immediately because the thought of doing nothing all day was absolutely horrifying <laughs> to me. It really was. I have a decent amount of clients. If I had to count how many standing clients that I have, and like I said, two to three times a week, I have 26 at this time. And it's just me. I don't have a staff. So, And I'm personal with each of them, I, which I think we all get personal with our clients. But I took into consideration that this this epidemic that we have going on is affecting all of us financially and emotionally. And I came up with something that I thought was fair to everybody in this situation. I immediately went online, which is kind of funny because I'm 53 and we don't really do the online. <laughs> I mean, we're not millennials. So like for me to do FaceTime, I don't even do that with my son. So it was a big deal, but I quickly adapted to it. I'm not doing Zoom. I know everybody talks about that. I don't even know what that is, to be honest with you, but I FaceTime each of my clients. The price that I came up with them was whatever they were paying for with me for a week, the two times or the three times. I wanted to keep that price exactly the way it is. But now I offer them unlimited classes. So instead of training with me two days a week, I am giving it to them six days a week if they want it for no extra price. Hmm. As long as I'm breaking even with what's going on here, which is I'm fine with that. And I would consider myself lucky if I did. So that's just my personal thing. That's what I decided to do with them. And they, none of them complained about it. Actually, some of my clients who would normally just be training two or three days with me, who are taking advantage of that offer and are picking up extra two or three classes, have offered to pay extra for another class or two. And I couldn't ask for more. So that's what I'm doing. I will say, honestly, unfortunately, not all of my clients are still training with me. I think that this is just a very dramatic thing for them and they're worried and they're doing other things and they're preoccupied, but there isn't a day that goes by that I don't send them an individual text. Hey, how are you doing? You know, you really take a half hour out of your life to disconnect from the TV and work out. It'll good, be good for you emotionally, mentally. I offered some of them free training sessions, whatever it is to get them going. But the ones that are training with me, it's working out great. I have my iPad. They are either on their phone or on their iPads or their laptops. Like I said, they're in their kitchen. They're in, you know, they're not normally training from home. Mm -hmm. So we're just making the best of it. But it's, you know, it's important that we're connecting as human beings and it's working out well. I will say this, from this week to last week, I've got double the amount of clients coming to me. And 
I think it's only going to go up from there. I think the ones that really decided to do this, they're not going anywhere. They're loving it. They look forward to it. They're picking up more days. And um, I'm going to get more and more. So I'm not really looking at how to get to how many I had. I'm looking at how many I can get now. And that helps me out. <laughs> so Yeah, okay. Hey, thanks for listening. It's time for our quick break. Hey, Christy here. I hope you're enjoying the show. I know in each show we cover a ton of tips and maybe you're out and about and wish you could write something down. No problem. Come on over to fitnesssecrets.co, that's fitnesssecrets with an S.co, and check out our edited transcription of today's show. We are all about main ideas, so it's easy for you to start implementing these tips today. And while you're there, sign up for the newsletter so you get free marketing, planning, and operations for your fitness business. Okay, back to the show. Yeah, and I had a few questions about that. Could you uh, maybe give me an example? You mentioned now they get unlimited classes. How does that work when you're on FaceTime doing a class? Is it just you and that person? Or do you? Yes, okay. I'm sticking. Mm -hmm. Well, it's it's just me one on one. I have some examples, like let's say, um, I train separately. I train a mother. I train her daughter. I train their niece. Like I said, so because they were all word of mouth, but now right now the mother and the daughter are home together. So I'm training them together, and I'm giving them the same package that I would if they were in my gym. So instead of training one-on-one -on -one 25 each, which they would have been if they were private with me, they were both private, I'm giving it to them for $20 each. So their session is 40 um, Let's say they would normally train with me two days a week. So their weekly price for me, if they pick up those two classes, would be 80 but for example, this week, they're training with me five days a week. I'm not charging them extra for those extra three days. Oh, wow. So mm -hmm. I'm still getting 80 from them, mm -hmm. you know, and I feel in my heart that's fair. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So then they're, so they're paying that in, if it was in person, they would have been getting two times a week. But now with your online program, you're saying you, you add in what, three more sessions. So that's a total of five now. Yeah, and I'm not charging them extra for their sessions. But they happen to be one of the clients that offered to pay an extra session. And listen, if you're offering to pay an extra session, of course, <laughs> thank you very yeah. much. I appreciate it. But I'm not, I'm not charging them. That's up to them. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think some of them or most of them will pay that extra session or two. But right now, I'm just looking to break even because hopefully, when this is all over, this whole situation that we're in as a planet mm -hmm. is over. I hope to hold on to the clients that I had before it started. Right. That's all I ask. Mm -hmm. I'm not looking for gains. I mean, listen, if I can get gains, that's fine. But my feeling is, is I want to be exactly where I was when this all started. And I think we'll all be lucky if we are. I, I don't know if that's a realistic you know, something to look at. But, you know, if we could all wind up where we were when we started, 
I think that would be great. Mm -hmm. So that I would be happy with that. For the um, yeah, totally. For the five sessions that you give them, just to just to make sure it's clear to the the listeners. So you're saying that you you, you do still it's still one on one. Um, so you're basically giving them five half hour sessions of your time, like completely theirs. Yep. Yep. So so it really is. So it sounds like, and correct me if I'm wrong, is so this strategy is since you're basically doubling up on the time per, for your each client and you're getting the same amount is so that you can retain them. But but basically, this sounds like you'd be really busy um, just because it sounds like that's twice as much uh, work. I would be. What I didn't take into consideration, and I am busy, and it's actually... For me too, and I know it, it monetarily, yes, I'm not making gains on this, but emotionally for me personally, and yes, I'm, I'm talking like somebody who's not owning a business. Mm -hmm. This is more of a personal thing for mm -hmm. me. Emotionally, it's priceless for me to be busy. I need to be busy. I would rather, because it's not any money out of my pocket is the way I look at it. What would, we're all shelter in place. We're all stuck in the mm. house, including me. What would I be doing with that time? That yes, if if I could make money off of it, sure I would. But my feeling is is that it's not costing me anything to give this session to a client of mine who's sticking with me. What I haven't really considered is what to do with a new client. If I did get a new client, out of all of this, how would I charge them? And, and I thought about that. What I would probably do is make them some sort of a deal, a package deal to charge them $25 for a session and you get one session for free. Mm -hmm. So this way, if they did sign up for two sessions, they would get two sessions for free. And hopefully if they, I retain them for when this was all said and done and they actually physically came into my gym, I would still have them for two sessions or three sessions because I think when life resumes, I wouldn't get them for five full days anyway because people have work schedules to work around. You know, before this whole coronavirus started and we, and we were doing face, you know, one-on-one -on -one actual bodies, my hours were 5 a.m. to 7.30. And that's how I booked my sessions when my clients came to me. So I was busy throughout the day. I would always give myself at least an hour in between clients. But right now, it's different. The whole scheduling is different. You know, the clients that I'm training at home, their hours are different from when I was training them here because nobody's working around a mm -hmm. job. So it really is a very different dynamic altogether. Mm -hmm. You know, it really is very different. Yeah. For the training session. So let's say it's FaceTime. Let's say they have a iPad. What do you, what do you, how does it usually look? Are you, if you tell them to do jumping jacks, do you do, start doing jumping jacks? How do you tell them? Oh, I wow. do. I got to I got to say my online sessions I have kept it as true to them being in front of me as possible that they are huffing and puffing when they're done. They were actually very surprised that the 
quality of training that they're getting, the programs that I'm pumping out to them are really just as intense as if they were here. Another thing I'd like to mention is my list of all my clients, whether I'm training them or not, out of all the clients that I'm training, I'm sending each and every one a daily program. I email it to them. It may not be the program that I choose to do with them, but I want to keep them mentally motivated. And again, I, I would like to think that after this is all said and done, even the clients that haven't reached out and have actually done the one-on-one -on -one sessions, when life goes back to normal, and I really hope it does, I want them to come back to me. I don't want to mm -hmm. lose them. But each and every one of them, whether they're training with me or not, they're getting an email every day with a program, do it on your own with minimal equipment. When this all started, I had each of my clients text me what equipment they have or don't have. And the ones that don't have equipment, that's not a problem. I have them using chairs, soup cans, water bottles, uh, laundry detergent, the big ones, swinging it back and forth as kettlebells. So, you know, the programs may be different that they don't have the equipment that I have here, but they're just as powerful. They're getting good workouts mm, in. Great. So, all right. So they're using stuff around the house. And then when you, you actually do the FaceTime with them, are you, how do you, because this sounds like a lot of uh, sessions. So how do you, let's say you tell them to do jumping jacks. Do you fully do as hard as jumping jacks and burpees as they are? Or you kind of get it started and then, you know, I'm just. Mm -hmm. I get them started and mm -hmm. motivated. It's important to me that I'm watching their form. So I'll get them going. For example, today I did a powerhouse circuit class with the people I was training. So I had my mat down. I had my weights. We improvise with what they have, what they, they don't have. I had a kettlebell. They didn't. So I made them use one heavy weight. So then I, I wasn't using my kettlebell. I want to be on the same level as them. And, you know, I would start, let's say, the push-ups to planks and the push-ups to pikes. I would do a few, but then I would stop and I mm. want to watch them because I want to make sure they're doing it right. I don't want them to be jumping all over the place, playing with the dog. So I will start up to get them motivated, but then I will stop and they know I'm watching yeah. them. You know, I'll have them move your laptop down to the floor. You're on the floor. I want to make sure your butt's not in the air with that plank. <laughs> I'm watching yeah. them. I'm on them just like I would be here. And um, it's going well. I really have to say it's, it's really something, not only is it going well, I wouldn't substitute the online for the one-on-one -on -one because on body, because I'm a people person, I touch them, I adjust them, I high-five them, you know, there's nothing like that. But this is certainly something I would consider doing in addition to the face, you know, I have a client who was a steady client of mine here in New York. She moved upstate. Obviously, she can't be here, but I reached out to her. And next week, she's going to be doing online oh, wow. training with me. So for something like that, this is great. And I wouldn't even think about doing that before, yeah. but why not? That's awesome. Yeah. So for that's the, you mentioned, of course, that not everyone is decided to take you up on that offer. So you mentioned you had, I think, yeah. let's see, 26 clients before. How, 
How many online clients uh, that are continued with some, that payment program are, do you have now? Out of the 26, as of now, when this is really only the second week that we've been doing this. So let me count. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I have, I, I, unfortunately, okay. nine. Nine have been okay. steady with yeah. me. Well, I, that, that still helps. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's, it's not, it's not impressive, but it yeah. is what it is. But I'm, I'm still trying. I mean, the majority of my clients are mm. middle age. I'm going to put that blame on the lack of techno skills and the fear of doing this because it's a real fear. There's a difference. My 20 year olds, logged mm -hmm. right on with me. They didn't hesitate. They're throwing names like Zoom and this and that. And why don't I, I don't even know what the names are, which I'm not doing any of that because I'm not <laughs> capable of doing it yet. But a lot of my clients are within the age of the fifties and that age group. And quite frankly, we don't FaceTime. We, we simply don't, we don't do this. This is something new. So I think that may be an issue. And I think also, you know, a lot of them are working from home now and they're tied up with that. They've got their husbands at home <laughs> and they've got their kids at home. And, you know, I am trying to encourage them to set a half hour aside and get away from all that. But I think the fact that, you know, it's really such a change is consuming for a lot of them. You know, I really think yeah. it is. And maybe once it settles down, they can get out of that zone. But I, I think what's going on in the world has really made a tremendous impact on a lot of people. Yeah. And, you know, the. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. And for your email that you send out to people, which sounds like a great way to stay in touch with your past and current clients. How long does it take you to create that program? And is it the same? Oh, okay. A second. <laughs> it, it is, I am a quick program writer. I have books. I write out all my programs. I've never used anybody else's programs, the ones that they buy. I thoroughly love writing programs. I, I, Think in my head first, what equipment am I going to use? That's the first thing I do. And then I come up with, it's usually three rounds. And that program is always like a CrossFit style type of training. And I just have it down to a science. I love writing programs. And matter of fact, a lot of my friends who are trainers will use my programs because I don't mind sharing. They're always different. They really, I'm <laughs> plugging myself right now, but it's true. Every one of my programs is always, always different. I've got clients that have been with me for eight years, 10 years already. They will tell you they have never done the same program with me, whether the equipment's different or whatever. So the program is, programs are not a problem for me. I'll snatch a program up. I have it on my word. I send it out. It's doing, sending the email daily program out literally takes me all of two minutes. Mm -hmm. it, it is that fast because the programs are there and I'm always writing new programs. I, I love it. I really love mm -hmm. it. So it's not a chore for me. Okay, I get it right cool. out there. And th this brings me to the, maybe something that would be really fun. 
How would you describe a template of, I mean, I know you've only been doing this for two weeks, like full 100% with your clients, but what would you describe as a good format for a programming for online training, taking into account they have less space to use, less equipment, and you know, both of you are now seeing each other on a small little screen. Could you give me an example of how you would design a, a, a program that would accommodate for these things? Well, the first thing you have to do is realize that each of your clients has a different situation. Some clients live in big, enormous homes. Some live in studio apartments. So you have to first figure out what you are working with, figure out what equipment they have and what they don't. And there's no such thing as you can't do a workout with no equipment. We all know that. Soup cans are great. So once you figure out what you have to work with, then you just plan your program. I mean, lunges, squats are simple. That's a simple, basic thing to do. You add weights onto that. That's also simple. Everybody's got a mat or a floor. Push-ups. Everybody can do a push-up. Everybody can do mountain climbers. Cardio. You don't have to run around your house, but people have stairs. Use those stairs. You can run in place. You know, it's just basic things that uh, don't really require a lot. And you just mix them up, mix them up every day. If you don't have a kettlebell, use a weights. Like I had mentioned, use your laundry detergent, swing it. People who have less space, you know, you can do floor exercises, leg lifts instead of lunges and squats. I did an awesome program. It's a chair program. All you need is a chair and a set of weights or soup cans. You can't imagine what you can do on a chair, leg lifts on a chair, tricep dips on a chair, mountain climbers on a chair, step-ups on a chair. You just have to make sure that what your clients are doing is safe. You got to keep in mind that although we can flip ourselves around a chair, they might may not be able to. I also ask them how high their ceilings are because I have a client that's working out in her basement. She's got a very low ceiling and she really couldn't do, she's a tall girl. She couldn't do the, um, Arnold press with her squat. She couldn't do that overhead press. So I switched it up actually on the down of the squat. I had her raise her hands up this way. When she was standing, her hands weren't over her head. She could clear her ceiling and you know, you just have to improvise. You really have to improvise a lot. Are you having them move their phone or whatever, tablet, so that you can see them in different angles? How do you make sure? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> I tell them, move it. <laughs> when you oh, go down, okay. that tablet goes down. They do. They're all accommodating. And you know what? You got to keep a sense of humor with this because you got to remember your clients aren't used to working out at home. That's why they were going to you. So, you know, they're fumbling, you're fumbling, and you got to make light of it. And it, it just, I have had no problems yeah. with it. And I am technologically <laughs> challenged, if I haven't mentioned that before. It was really very, very simple. It was yeah. a simple it thing. It sounds like you've really kept it simple and it's been really successful for you. I think what you, what you've been able to keep would make a lot of trainers happy with the current situation, how would you describe, are you trying to get new clients now? And ha have you done anything that seems to work to get online clients now? Mm -hmm. I have to, 
I gotta say, I, what I did do, I'm, I'm really not, and I probably should, I'm not really making that great of an attempt to acquire new clients. And I could and I should. What I, I'm more interested in holding on to what I have. What I did do is I threw out just a very simple thing on Facebook and on Instagram stating what I'm doing and online. I really personally don't do a lot of advertising. Most of my clients and all the clients mm -hmm. I get are word of mouth. And for me, I do well. I also have to keep in mind for me, I mean, it's not really a problem. It's a wonderful thing. I don't work with a staff and I only have but so many hours a day to work with. So not that I would ever want to turn clients away, but for me, realistically, I have a cap. There is a definite cap for me that I have to say, I, I just can't take any more clients. I have no place to put them. And ironically, before this whole coronavirus situation impacted our industry, I had clients on the side that I really didn't have any place to put them at this time, that I couldn't get them in unless somebody else canceled. So, you know, for me, it's, I work hard mm -hmm. with what I have. I guess that, that makes it a little different. I'm not a gym. I don't claim to be a, you know, a big industry trainer. I'm not, I don't have that. So I'm in a more of a boutique style, one-on-one -on -one personal clientele yeah. type of setting, because that's mm -hmm. really all I have to great, offer right great. now. Great. Well, I think you've provided so much valuable information and insight on, you know, how to do a, a gym in your garage and also how to transition with very minimal tech some of your clients to online. So it's been so awesome having you, Pamela. Thank you. It was so great having to awesome. speak to you. It was wonderful. You know, I wish all of us luck. I think we're all in the same boat, more or less. And, you know, we just have to pray that this passes soon and we can all get Absolutely. back to where we were. Yes, we're all praying. So until then, I think this is going to help. So thanks so much for sharing with everyone. Just so many great tips. Thanks. Thank you. Be well. thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. I thought it was so fascinating and brilliant how Pamela made sure to keep in touch with her audience by sending them valuable workouts because could always use a well-designed program. She talked about how she actually added in a bonus training session in order to keep the weekly rates the same. I thought that was also really brilliant. I did want to throw out another idea that Pamela and I actually talked about post interview and that is to offer a zoom class or you can also do it through maybe facebook live through a public page or a private group the thing here is you can do two things with this class number one you can allow clients to join their first class for free or invite their friends to join a class for free and then encourage them to sign up for either an ongoing class or more likely a one-on-one semi-private online training program. Since this class is going to be really promoting you and hopefully you get a lot of just different people all over the world maybe joining your class with that free pass, you should talk about 
different programs you're going to do, you can do, such as we're going to do the immunity boost fitness challenge, and we're going to really improve our health. And don't forget, you want to eat this. So you're constantly talking about how you provide value for your clients. And the great thing is, is it's a very low cost, uh, low risk way also for the interested prospects to chat, try you out. It's definitely feels intimidating to do a one-on-one free training session with someone when they know that they're going to be sold and they feel bad in case they're not sure. But since you know you're an amazing trainer, what you're going to do is offer a class that doesn't have as much stress to try out and you're going to wow them. Of course, have a low barrier offer upsells so like we talked about with Ronnie, where she does a low price for the online training, maybe something around more like $49 or $59 for two half hour one-on-one training sessions, and then do it as a limited time offer only within the next 20 minutes after the class do they get that offer. So basically you're doing an amazing sales pitch, but you're giving them so much value with this free class. And the great thing is you can offer this free class every week. And then your current members, your current one-on-one training clients also get access to this class as part of their programming. So not only do you boost your value with whatever package pricing you're offering, but you're also attracting new clients. Oh, and one more thing, I would suggest to do it through Facebook because then it automatically stores your videos and you can automatically have awesome content to attract more prospects to your program. Oh, I have three freebies. Number one, get your full edited transcription with bullet points of the key lessons from today's show on our website, fitnesssecrets.co. That's fitnesssecrets with an S at the end, .co. While you're there, subscribe to our newsletter, which gets you access to our monthly freebie marketing and operations content that you can use for your own fitness business. Freebie number two. If you enjoyed the show, make sure to subscribe to the show in your podcast player by hitting the subscribe button. Since the show happens because of listeners like you, could you also leave a review? If you email us your review at support at fitnessecrets.co, you'll receive a complimentary one-hour coaching call with me and a $150 credit towards the first challenge that we will be releasing soon. Finally, freebie number three. We started the Fitness Secrets Facebook group. I know thinking and designing of new marketing campaigns, planning out your operations each month for your fitness clients is exhausting. Our goal is for the group to help you plan out your marketing, plan out your operations so you can get more clients efficiently. To join, go to facebook.com and search Fitness Business Secrets. Thanks so much for listening. I can't wait to talk to you in the next episode.